Uh, What's up, guys? Welcome back. Whoa. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Uh, it is episode 41. We made it to season two. We're in person, quality on point. I'm here with my boy, Jamal. I'm here with my boy, my, my boy Amir. How are you guys doing today? Good. Okay, tipsy. Tipsy. That's, that's always the mood. Fine. <laughs> Uh, so today, uh, we're actually going to start things off uh, by f- by talking about 9-11. It was the 20th anniversary uh, for 9-11, so we definitely want to say rest in peace uh, to the thousands of people uh, that lost their lives on the planes, Twin Towers, on the airplane, Pentagon. The list is long, uh, especially rest in peace to the soldiers who went overseas uh, afterwards to deal with all of that, uh, which we will talk about a little further uh, now, basically now. <laughs> uh, so before we jump into it, uh, I guess the first question I have for you guys: Do you think it's right into conspiracy time? Oh, Was 9/11 oh, an inside job? Oh, <laughs> right to it. How do you feel, Jamal? No, no. And won't elaborate. No, no. <laughs> Conspiracy talk, no way. I'm here. That ain't me. I'm here. I know this is right up your alley. What we doing? I love I love conspiracy talk, but over time, over time, I have this thought process when it's like it's conspiracy um, until it's a fact or until it's mm-hmm. debunked, right? Mm-hmm. So based upon what we watch, the docu series on Netflix, based upon what we watch, there's no fucking way. That they knew shit about shit. Yeah. So uh, you brought up the docu series. What was it called? Turning Point. Nine Eleven. A war on Afghanistan. And a, yeah, Turning Point. Nine Eleven and a war about, uh, war on Afghanistan, uh, which basically documented uh, not just from nine eleven to now, essentially when we finally left Afghanistan after twenty years, but it brought up the history from like forty years back. That a lot of a lot of people really talk about, like having uh, what was it? Well, Russia is in Afghanistan at the same time. Soviet Union. Soviet Union was there. They don't really talk about that. How we packed up everything from Iraq to go to Afghanistan to go fuck with Saddam, and it was uh, that documentary was so in depth, especially with the people who they spoke with and the people that were willing to come and actually speak about it was like. <laughs> Some real legit people, not just the survivors uh, of the no, towers and 9 11. The last administration, Bush administration. It, exactly. Went all the way to the, uh, the that George there. W. Bush's presidency's administration uh, and how they really um, saw things from when they illegally, I won't say illegally, but when they started uh, falsely accusing them of having uh, weapons of mass destruction and saying that they had it at this specific location and they brought that to Congress. And then there was nothing. Um, was, oh gosh, you are yeah. at the tip. I'm at episode what, four. What, what, he's, what he's talking about four. was when they tried to get um, approval, military approval, approval, military approval for Iraq. Yep. Because gotcha. Iraq had nothing to do with Afghanistan. Afghanistan. And what they were trying to do was tell people like, we have to go there because yeah. if we don't go there, they're gonna go over there and have the weapons of mass destruction. Osama bin Laden. We never found those weapons, right? No. Nothing. No, the, 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 the I remember there. that was a huge weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, like that was a whole meeting. WNDs. Yeah, UN UN um went over there, the inspectors went over there and there was nothing. No 
and then they backtracked for like a couple of years. That's what gave up, uh, that's what got Obama in office, really. Everybody was disenfranchised with the Republican Party in that war um, Damn, of Iraq. And it was like, what are you doing, man? There's nothing <laughs> over there. That's yeah. when people really started. Everybody was gun ho for Afghanistan. Everybody knew like, all right, it's Afghanistan that attacked us. And to be honest, um, from seeing the documentary, America was on the way of winning that war. Yeah. Like they cleared. And they just finished what they had to yeah, do. Yeah, they cleared. They, they left the way Taliban, too early. They pushed the Taliban out of um, Afghanistan, and then they, all of a sudden, they pivoted to Iraq yep. for no reason. Took all the resources out. So they were fighting two wars on two different fronts. But they never have to mess with Saddam, and that was, that's the thing. Yeah. Right, and you broke it down uh, lovely and before, like, he was holding shit together there. Yeah. He was, he was the, he was the one, like, if he would, like, we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't have to have been there yeah. if we kind of let him do whatever yeah, he was, yeah. it was working. It was working, so, um, yeah, so, because of, because they took off Saddam, it, it just created a power vacuum. A lot of people moved into Iran, a lot of them moved back into Afghanistan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you had to nation build Iraq at the same time, yeah. which is more like it's more solid than Afghanistan right now. Like there's actually an Iraqi government, mm -hmm. but now they're saying they don't want America in Iraq either. I mean, yeah, in Iraq either. Like they want to be cool with Iran, which is their next door neighbor. Iran does not mess with you, America. Get out of get out of Iraq. You're making it hot for us. We're, yeah. getting, we're getting put in between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So like, what what got me? I remember specifically is when in the documentary when they was talking about when George Bush was speaking, he was like, "We're in an administration of regime change." Yeah. Like he owned that shit. Yeah. Like he was like, "No, nah, we're going, we're fucking everyone off to do things how we need the things to be done over here." But it didn't work. It didn't work. It right? didn't work. It backfired. Right. Well, he didn't necessarily see the end results of it, but as things ending now, what's that? That's two different. Three different presidents after him. It's a complicated, it's a big mess. <laughs> and we're still dealing with the repercussions and the, essentially uh -huh. that war is a failure. It's a failure war. We, it was a failed mission. We, but... we lost all those soldiers for nothing to just give it back up and now Taliban literally runs the whole country. You can, so in my opinion, in my opinion, yes, it was for nothing as far as like what's going on over there, yeah. mm -hmm. right? But based upon how, because I didn't finish yet, like I said, I'm on the beginning of episode four, but yeah. you know how that shit started from my perspective, that needed to happen, unfortunately, like it's a terrible tragic event, yeah. but at the end of the day, like our security and our surveillance over things that we need to be protected from is way more heightened than it was before. Like even even back when well, what was it, episode two? They were talking about how box cutters were literally a thing All that you could bring on, on planes. Like, a ton of shit. It was a ton of shit. Like they literally was just like no guns, no bombs, no this, no that. So in a way what you're like I, I agree. It did, it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call. In a way that was like we gotta get more secure when we got Millions of people flying on these planes every day. Yeah, however, so however, it was also like an extended way for them to be like secure state, right? So it's like, yeah, now they got more, uh, more powers, right? And they can all basically just throw it under NASA security, and that's just like a blanket that will cover whatever the fuck they want to do. 
like the Patriot Act is like a literal acronym of like protecting Americans through something surveillance. And I'll bring it up because like it breaks it down for you, but they use 9-11 as an extension. To spy on their own people. Yeah. Which Snowden was the one who like peeled the paper back on all that shit. But still, like I, like I said before, like it's a horrible thing that happened. And of course I wish it wouldn't have happened. But, you know, even if they are spying on us, which... I, I'm, I'm indifferent to the whole spying on me situation because I really ain't doing shit for y'all to come roll up on my crib anyways. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like they're a domestic terrorist, a.k.a. Oh. Wait. You know what? Careful. Let's not do that. Yeah, I don't do that. The Patriot Act actually stands for, <laughs> it's called the USA Patriot Act, and it's called United and Strengthening, Strengthening America by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. So, but there are domestic terrorists, so exactly. I don't have a problem. I really don't have a problem with that, because at the end of the day, like, there's a lot of people that live within the American um, uh, justice system to where they do have rights and liberties, but who is going to protect us from the people who are citizens who are trying to create that type of terrorism? Yeah. Because they have the protections from the um, Constitution. It's like, I'm American, you can't do this to me. But the whole time, I'm finna stab people in the back. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah, I want my privacy and I don't like the government snooping, but if you're a good person doing good things, then none of that shit really matters to me. I don't care what type of porn two, you see me watch. Two, I got two points. Got classics on the bookmark. Classics on the bookmark. <laughs> I got, I got two points. So Amir brought up a good point about um, Homeland because we got to remember the, the way these guys came into America. They came, they came in, in and got went to flight, school, went to flight school, had lives, yeah. worked at a gas station. Mm -hmm. So it, to, it needed. It looked like they was trying to assimilate. Yeah. So for them to be like. Okay, we can view people that are foreign, but also homeland. I get it. I get it. You kind of have to get it. But okay. to your point, there was a point in the documentary where, where, where they said that all that viewing, all that metadata that we're taking, there's no basis. There's no proof that it helped with anything. Yeah. Like, they didn't find anything from it. It didn't pick out anything spectacular. Like... Just like there was no proof that most of the people from Afghanistan that went to Guantanamo Bay were actually a part of the Taliban. Like, y'all saw that shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, they, like and, and honestly, to be completely honest, like, as a Muslim American, um, back when I was a child when 9 11 happened, I was terrified to be an American Muslim. Like, I didn't want to go to the masjid. You must have felt like you were being I isolated. To, I, I, no, I felt like I was being targeted by mm. Americans. Like, I was terrified. Like, I thought that somebody was going to put a bomb in the masjid that we attended, which was the Atlanta Masjid of Al-Islam. It's a huge masjid. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, as a child, not understanding reality, I just knew every time I went to church or to the masjid, I was going to get blown up. Yeah. I had fear in my soul the whole time because I was Muslim American and I thought because Thursday. our women was wearing hijabs and we was wearing kufis. It was definitely a heightened sense against the Muslim community during that time. It was literally, if you're a Muslim, especially in New York, I mean, I'm a New Yorker, yeah. I mean, the shirt, I didn't realize I had a shirt on, but uh, <laughs> uh, especially as a New Yorker during that time, I remember vividly where I was during 9-11, I was in like ninth grade with Miss Andrea Walters in art class when it happened. Watching shit on the news, right? Yeah, and then it was like, everyone go home. Everyone go home. And then on every channel other than Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, 
was the news. Yeah. So it was definitely like sketched and burned in my mind. And definitely the, the rhetoric and everything towards, like like I said, the Muslim community at that point was uh, if they saw the hijab, they saw the beards and things. It was like, mm-hmm. let's make sure we keep an eye on this person. It was definitely... Yeah. Even uh, the fourth grade people would be like, Muslims stink. My dad told me, that, like, black people. Like, yeah. my people who I was friends with, they're like... Changed everything overnight. I can only imagine. It was bad. It was bad. And I had fear. I literally had fear for maybe like a good five years. And then I was like, this thing's going to bomb us. They would have been dead. Yep. So then eventually I had to get over it. But as a Muslim American, like after 9-11, it was not a safe place for people. And me, I'm a black American, which kind of was to my benefit because you can't just look at me and say he's a Muslim. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like people who are super religious, that wear the hijab and wear the kufis and the, not the dresses. I don't know the real term for them, mm-hmm. but. The burqas. Burkas? Yeah, right. I don't know. Burkas. Yeah. I'll Google it and double check. And it's not deleted. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, they were specifically terrorized by Americans because of the terrorists. So we so just like how we went over there and was bombing people and stuff and we made terrorists based upon how we were treating their homeland, Americans were starting to become terror. Not necessarily terrorists, but they were terrifying the Muslim community, and we didn't have a place here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There was to that point. I remember when they were trying to build. They were trying to build a mosque, like oh, the, no, the, the Muslim center next yeah. to the yeah. next to Ground Zero. Yeah. Was it next to Ground Zero? Yeah, it was. It was in the area, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't like next to Ground Zero, but it was yeah. walking distance from Ground Zero. And they, and they, Fox News knew exactly the buttons to push to cancel that shit. Yeah, he said he basically said he had to give it up just yeah. for no reason. Like people were saying, it's a Sharia law center. It's gonna fucking. And then they were like, to build a mosque so close to the World Trade Center signified. Signify what? Signify that they won. Yeah. They were basically saying that's going to be like a new recruitment center for uh, terrorists. People are so fearful. When people get scared and people don't know, when things is out of human control, they get pretty fearful and kind of stupid with what, like, they're... That's why why Bush was able to get away with... Well, not even, not even Bush, Cheney was literally, <laughs> was literally like the most powerful vice president yeah. of probably in this decade, well, the last 20 years. Like the way he just maneuvered everything. Yeah. He owned Halliburton, but uh, he had gas fields in Iraq. They wanted to take those over. Like that Iraq war was like the, like the culmination of older Bush because he lost. He His tried, father. Yeah, they lost in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody that he basically had in his administration, his son brought them into his administration. And they there was a lot of them, the hawkish ones were like, we should have got rid of Saddam Hussein yeah. during the Kuwait war. Who, who did who did uh, Bush run against during that time? In- uh, Cheney? No, uh, no, no, Al Gore. Al Gore. The man who looks like a fucking Al Gore and prophet. Al Gore and Kerry. I remember, yeah, the guy who now looks like a prophet with like his global warming and everything. But that's kind of like, you know, like with Marvel. I don't know if you guys are watching like the new Marvel series on 
the What If series. But that's like to me of like America's like big nexus like nexus point is like what if we just actually elected gore would this 20 year war have happened or will we would the ozone layer and shit still be okay definitely have to be in afghanistan that's we would have been in afghanistan but i feel like the incompetence of the the what is it, the cabinet members yep. and everybody associated there was in politics only one, during that time? There was only one democratic remember. leader that said no to the use of power. Yeah. I but forgot her name, I'll look was, her up. That shit was bad. Like, I, I think she was from California. California, Democrat, yeah. Um, yeah, that shit was bad, bro. But you, you have to think these are career politicians, so they're not, like, incompetent. He's I'm incompetent. saying that they're incompetent. I mean, I'm sorry, let, let me not say incompetent because they are career politicians with degrees and all that shit, but when I mean incompetent, I mean... They don't use normal discernment in order to make decisions. They're for themselves they're for and they're not they're making emotional. educated decisions. It was, right. I think it was more emotional and and, and realistically, because like that's the worst attack. We've never seen anything like it. Yep. Ever in America. And now we probably won't ever because the way we have shit now. Well, yeah. It's I wanted- probably because of how we treated people in Guantanamo. Like they're like, ah. I wanted to say, but because they told you like. It was, I see what Amir was saying when they were like, it, don't say it's what's necessary, but it did help um, the security of America. Yep. Like how the CIA was at the meeting in Malaysia of top Al-Qaeda, ma- yeah. uh, Al-Qaeda members mm-hmm. and knew they were up to something and that memo never made it to, to the, the FBI. Yeah, that's when they got the agencies to start yeah. sharing information. Mm-hmm. But see, that's also ego and, and, and that's no, the one that's, thing about Americans. That's what they were saying. We're very the, egotistical. The interagency government, never you never together. think about yeah. if they have beef within each other. Right. But it, 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 is, it is a beef. Like the CIA are like, Y'all just have one country to worry about. We're literally over in different countries mm-hmm. making things happen. We're, we're, we're creating regimes today. We're toppling economics somewhere else in South America. We're doing, <laughs> like, so we're not worried about what your, what your little shit is doing. You know what I mean? We're right, not- but that's the, that's, that's the fucking problem. And that's why I said, and, and like you keep saying, I like you keep saying to my point, that shit changed so much shit, like just them communicating with each other. Cause I can see how Americans, especially in the corporate world, they're like, I can't, who are you talking to right now? I'm global, you're just you're just nationwide. Yeah. And so the ego and the pride got into the way to when it's just like, this is our information. You don't have no jurisdiction here. Like that's, that's America's thought process. You don't belong here. Who are you to tell me about anything because we should know more than you. And so that kind of fixed a lot of the things. And now we know, and even there was an audio at the beginning of the first episode. They were like, yo, there's a plane that turned left and they're not responding and they're headed toward New York. And they were like, is this real? Yeah, they was like, is, is this, this real? Is this a like, test or is this yeah. real? Is this test? <laughs> and they was like, this is, this is real. real. And the next thing you know, everybody started panicking. Like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Scrap we were in no way prepared. Yeah. And they didn't even get the fighter just there in time. Yeah. Well, except we for- weren't, We weren't they, prepared. That's, uh, except for United, the Flight 93, they're saying that that's the flight that might have gotten shot down by the fighter. No, the citizens, because of the the, the rubble, I I actually listened to a guy that, um, he's the leader of, uh, what is it called? When when it's just your country, I forgot. It's an ambassador? No, not an ambassador, but he's like a former military, but it's like, 
um, within the states. National Guard, I think. And I think it's yeah. I, I think it's something like that. He's a National Guard, but he's the leader of the National Guard now. Mm-hmm. He was just um, a, a pilot before, yeah. so he heard because they heard that that what happened in New York. Mm-hmm. They heard what happened to the Pentagon, yep. and they said there's another plane. Yep. They said we don't have any mili- We don't have any ammunition. They said we don't have any ammunition to, to take this plane. To take this plane. So him and his friends were like, we can't let it happen again. Let's get in our planes. They don't have any ammunition. They said they had test ammunition, which isn't going to bring anything down. Yeah. He said, "What? when we jumped in our planes, we knew what we were going to Yeah, we're going to have to crash into yeah. the plane. We're going to have to be some kamikaze shit. Just to make sure it does not hit the final was, target. Yeah, it does not hit the final See? target. Because they knew the final target was D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they, they, they didn't know yeah. at that point whether it was the White, the White House, House or the Capitol. Or the Capitol. Yeah. Not, most people the White say... House, I thought the... My people. Please let me not be ignorant. I thought the White House was the Capitol. No, White House is the White House, but the, the Capitol is where the laws stored. and shit is, is. The insurrection happened there. Yeah. That's where like the laws and shit. Okay, actually so the happened. White House and the Capitol. Two different yeah. things. Yeah. Got they're it. Both in DC. I got it. But yeah. they, got they, it. they they thought that it was heading for the Capitol because they would they figured they would cause more damage to the country. Uh, if you I take think. out the place where laws uh, are made, yeah. it was like the president can be replaced. Yeah. Instantly, they got a chain of command based off whatever happens. Yeah. That's why they Once had the first all... plane hit. The president was in a bunker. Like, he was actually no, he, wasn't there. he was in Florida. They no. showed that whole part yeah. too. He was at he was, he was he was school. He was at the school. Remember, remember the old children. Remember yep. the old left, left behind. behind. Yep. Yeah. And that's what he was yeah. promoting. So he said that uh, he got told right when he sat down. As soon as he sat down, started reading. The guy came up and said the plane got hit. That was the first dumb face he had. Everyone was so like. Oh, so he just he was with the shit because he wasn't doing nothing. No, but that's that's Bush. Yeah, it was a shock. Bush and then the se- and then the second plane hit, and then he was like, "We gotta sorry. fucking go." Yeah. And then, but um, it's crazy how that happened. But we did need, unfortunately, that to happen for shit to get better. We did as a country. We got all the the agencies working together now. It's like we can't handle this. We're gonna forward that to whoever needs to fucking. Yes, if 9/11 never happened, I guarantee you. It would be imminent. TSA is a whole. It would be imminent because in, until there's a need for something, there's no reason to change. But yeah. it, it was America's fault. It was their hubris because it, during that same documentary that we've been referring to forever, there's a pro. Yeah. Bombs were going off on planes. They were flying into buildings everywhere else, but but America. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen here. They would never try it here. They said, they, they, they said that terrorism was on the priority list number 15. 15 yeah, during, um, who, whose presidency was that? Was that Bush's? Was Bush. Had no, to be a, no, I don't think. It was probably that, was Bush. It was either Bush or Bill. I think it was It, it was Bush. Had to be, it wasn't Bill. I haven't heard Bill. I haven't heard Bill the whole documentary. Yeah, I don't remember Bill he from the docu-series. I don't he remember. Was there. He was there. He was there, but I think it was more it was Bush. Bush, because... It might be Bush's administration that just like ignites blanket cover. But you can see they were still coming. Cause remember they said this is not the first time the, the towers have been attacked. Oh yeah, not, well, it was like '93. Yeah, that's, that's when they. That's Clinton's. Yeah, that's Clinton's. yeah, that was Clinton. what happened then. That's when. Oh, the, the I was born in '92, y'all. So they really bombed. Know. They, they bombed, bombed the um, the basement levels. Yeah. So basically, they had a bomb that was strong enough that when it blew up the basement garages, it took out like seven floors on top. 
So they actually, they explained it in the docu-series, you'll get further, that they just had the bomb facing the wrong direction. So instead of it going up, it went down. It went down. So like, if it went up, they're saying it would have toppled the buildings then. And that's why after it happened, like uh, the Al-Qaeda that was like, oh, we'll get you next time. We'll take them down next time. America was like, it's still standing, bitch. Try again, <laughs> Try again bitch. <laughs> and, and, they, and, they, and they did. And they did. Yeah. And, and they, they did. did. So, and they succeeded. Twice. And they succeeded. Three and times. If you're, if this documentary interests you, you should watch. Uh, I I was watching this Hulu. I watched it a long time ago. I don't even know if it's on Hulu anymore. But it's on Hulu. It's about, um, it's called The Twin Towers. It's about what they were doing during the uh, what the FBI was doing during the um, during the Clinton administration, yeah, up to the Bush administration, mm. and they were on the like they even highlighted the meeting in Malaysia. That guy that was talking, Sufan, he's mm-hmm. he, he, they have a character for him in there. But basically, uh, to make a long story short, the guy that was the head of the FBI, he got pushed out during the Bush administration. And then he went to work at the fucking, um, at, at, at the Twin Towers for security. Wow. An executive of Twin Towers security died in the Twin Towers. That's fucked up. And he was, and he was the one that they never sent the cable to. They never sent the memo to him telling him. And he died. Yeah, and he was telling them, this is what you need to do. And the Bush administration was not worried about that. I think you are right. It was the Bush administration that had it at 15th. Mm-hmm. And he was telling them, no, this is some real life stuff that we've been working on for, for years. For a long time. Mm-hmm. For years. And he was pushing the limits of the FBI because he was sending Sufan to like, to like Middle Eastern countries to find out what was going on and all oh. this shit. And then for him to just get pushed out, he was like, fuck it. I'll just work at the World Trade Center. The last episode, he's literally sitting in his desk just started, and all you see is was in his fucking in his fucking building, his office shut, yeah. and that was the end of it. Like that. That's how every ended. time I see it, that is such so fucked up. Just think about it. The people who didn't know it was gonna happen instantly on impact, and that was like a couple of floors up, I mean a couple of floors down because of all the fumes, right? Like instantly, like you didn't know. Right? The jet fuel, the all jet that fuels, shit. and they even talked about in the documentary. The jet fuel, it drenched down, down the elevator, elevator shaft and burned and everyone in like, the elevator. Yeah, like that's yeah. freaking Dirt nuts, and I never heard that before. What well, I what, heard it before. What killed me about the documentary is when they started talking about the jumpers. And oh yeah, they about that day one. Like, they had no, I know about that, but the, in the doc, I don't know if you got to that part yet. Mm-hmm. You could hear the impact, oh, and they no, talk yeah. about like the firefighter was like, "Oh, we got a jumper. Don't go out there yet, so you don't get hit, hit. like from the body yeah. or whatever." It's like, "Stay here, so you don't get hit." Thirty seconds later, you hear the boom, oh. and then the firefighter was literally like, "Ooh," because he knows, and it was like the only thing that's left is like flesh. But and, you know what fucked me up? To be honest, like. I mean, they have a different type of 9-11 docu-series every, I mean, series every year, right? Yeah, yep. So I found out about the bodies falling from the sky maybe like a year or two after, but the one that fucked me up was in this particular one, like, all the first responders were surrounding the building because it was on fire. And then later on in the episodes, you see the buildings collapse onto themselves, right? And then all the fire trucks and ambulances and shit 
has rubble on top of them. So it's like everybody who was trying to help when those buildings collapsed. Six feet. It was over six feet, six stories, excuse me, of rubble. So they was basically suffocated and buried alive, especially. Yep. So, especially shout out to them. Because it takes a special type of person to run upstairs. Like not when me. you know, I'm like, yo, that. this might be a one-way trip and you still fucking go no. up those steps. I'm not doing that. The picture that Gatsby is running on the steps and the firefighter looks up directly at the camera. Yep. And he's looking, you see the shock yep. and the fear. And he's like, it's like he knows. It's like, this is it. This is my one way up. But I'm going to save as much people as I freaking can because I took that And hope. they probably didn't even save like, to be completely honest, because you have to realize, the Twin Towers, I think it was like 180-something floors. 100-something, but what gets me, people survive the collapse, you know? With, I read, like, there's an article here, I remember I, I read it a couple, like, last week, and he he's called, like, the, uh, the World Trade Center Surfer, because he was on, hold on, here's the floor, here's the exact thing. He was on, uh, so he was walking up the floors, and he, by the time he got to the 22nd floor to his office, uh, he started feeling like the concrete and the floor give out type shit. Mm -hmm. And he said he literally just crawled up and he was on the elevator. The first sense of trouble was when I was riding the elevator, which dropped several feet before he got to his office. He said, he called his wife and said, don't be alarmed. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Just can you put the television on and tell me what you see? And then she says, oh my God, a plane hit your building. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she basically says, why are you still there or whatever? And then he's on his way down. So from what floor is he on? It was right okay. here. No, he was he was on a higher sixty four floors. Like he was not at the impact zone, but couple. He was like, cause you know there was two elevators. So he was like on yeah. the first elevator. Cause yeah. the first elevator was a super elevator. Yeah, to get you to shape. the next one to get you to the top yeah. floor. So he yeah. was like on that first one. But by the time he got to the twenty second floor. That's when the tower collapsed. And he said, by then, I felt, I'm reading it quote by quote, I felt the wall that I was laying next to just crack and the floor gave away. I stayed stuck in the fetal position with my eyes closed. I felt this, this wind rush as I was falling and you know, this abrasion, sandblaster type feeling and I just stayed tucked in. I was being knocked around. I saw, you know, a few, a few flashes of light from being knocked around, knocked in the head. I just remember saying, you know, I can't believe this is how, my God, I can't believe this is how I'm gonna die. You know, I thought about my wife, unborn child, and he said, please don't let this uh, be how I go. And basically he said he broke his, he broke his bone, his leg bones afterwards from the fall, uh, but he basically says he feels the guilt of being the person who lives when he lost 14 of his personal colleagues. And that's just, so just imagine, he can't be the only one that feels that way. I don't think I would have a why me thought process because I know that there are certain variables in the world. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't never have a why me. But that's what that, remember that show on um, FX uh, about the firefighters? What was it called? Um, is that the Brook, not Brooklyn, no, no. Is that the, what is it? Fire, is that the one Fire that? Fire me or something? No. I can't remember the name. Yeah, Are you sure it was FX? It is FX. It was the one with the fire. Oh, damn. There was, was a like alcoholic. Yeah, and he like fell through the fall the floor at the end. Uh, yeah. I, I know it's what you're talking about, I but think I can't rescue me? me. I feel like I saw that shit. It might a be years Rescue ago. Me. I think it might have been a movie, actually. No, it's a series. 
It's a series. Yeah. I remember a firefighter movie where, like, at the end, like, he was saving lives, but he ended up, like, falling to, like, the floor to save a life, I remember. No, but it, but his was just showing New York firefighters and what 9-11 did to them. Like, it, it, I seen. I know I would have had to retire early with some type Listen, of tension and all types of shit. Shout like, out to way. all the first responders, whether New York, uh, DC, uh, Pennsylvania for the flight ninety three. You know, shout out to all of them because, man, that really showed the heroics you have to have to be a firefighter. To be a first responder. To be a firefighter, to, police officer. Yeah, to be the person that says, because usually what they say in a horror movie, we're going to run the other way. That, but in their role, they have to run towards, towards that shit. Yeah. Like that. And I can't imagine, that takes, you know how they say it takes like a, ter- a certain type of mindset to work overnight, to work an overnight shift and to stay awake when you're supposed to be sleeping? Mm-hmm. It takes a complete different person to be that firefighter, that police officer, you know, like, no matter what, I have to be the first person there to, to if something like this ever happens again, they have to be the first people that respond to that mm-hmm. no matter what. So, that's why I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't join the military because if, 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 if fucking bullets start flying, I'm Bro, wrong. Yeah, it, it, it's nuts what happened. Shit. I have a, I have a correction. It's not called the Twin Towers. It's called Looming Towers. The Looming Towers. Because I did search on Hulu and I was like, I don't see no Twin Towers. It's called the Looming Towers. <laughs> Looming Tower. Let me and the add guy that. that's that's pictured in here, he talked on that documentary. Let me, so add, let me add that to the Q list. Let me add that there. So Max, Max, Max. It's on Hulu. Oh shit. but yeah, um before you wrap up 9-11, it kinda come changes it to what we're going through now with the final soldiers actually finally leaving uh Afghanistan after twenty years and what that entails. Um, did you guys watch the docuseries on HBO as well? The New York Epicenter shit? Mm-mm. I started it, but I couldn't... It, it's it. a different vibe. It, it, it's definitely a different vibe, despite uh, talking a about... A oh, Definitely a little bit looser, but he does talk about... Um, it's not just focused on 9-11. It talks about uh, the insurrection part was really good. He had like a lot of the uh, people that was... Yeah, talk about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, AOC was one of the people who talked about it. She talked about how she thought it was supposed to be. She thought she was gonna die because she was like she was in her her back office. She's the most hated. Yeah, she said uh, one of her security people came in and said hide in that room. I don't come out till you know I say something. And basically, she heard someone says, "Where is that bitch?" And she was like, "Oh, this if they find me." That's me. Uh, so it, it was. It's it's a crazy docu series as well. Like I said, it doesn't just focus on 9/11, uh, but 9/11 was a topic in there. Uh, but just really to show the unity what New York had after that, and uh, the Democratic uh, senator that stood opposed to them uh, was uh, California. Uh, Oh, damn, she's Republican? No, she's Democratic. Uh, Why do they have a REP here? Barbara Lee. Oh, yeah. High five. <laughs> 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 niggas, like, niggas gonna be like, no, she's a Republican? I'm not saying <laughs> this. Republican is just Representative Barbara Lee. She was the <laughs> only person that said no to the use of uh, force overseas. 
Um, so yeah, uh, that was our 9-11 wrap up. Uh, we didn't really go too hard on conspiracy theories, but I think we got. I believe in conspiracy. Right. I believe in some conspiracies. That let's, let's get into it. There's, be, there's one conspiracy. This could be a whole 9-11. No, no. This whole thing. What's up? one conspiracy, I believe, right? Yeah. That's a possibility. And actually, the the family, some family members of people that died in the World Trade Center are suing them. They believe Saudi Arabia had something to do with facilitating um, Al-Qaeda to be able to come over here and stuff. Ter- yeah, to, to create a t- uh, terroristic attack on, huh. um, on America. So that's the only conspiracy I see. But you, but didn't they, but when, when, sorry, when they, when they ended up going, when they started making their travels from mm-hmm. Afghanistan to other countries to mm-hmm. America, mm-hmm. where were those countries that was like, okay, no. you can go to America, no problem. What, Cap? Yeah. Was that Saudi Arabia? So, I think when it comes to those terrorists that came over during 9-11 that became pilots. Oh, what did you say about Saudi Arabia? Did you ask a question? <laughs> I think I made a statement, but but I think I understood it. It's in the. I think what you were trying to say is that we think they would have to have been some type of outside support outside of yeah. the them like, from Afghanistan clear, to do that. Because there was a whether it was Saddam who secretly was like no, dude. But we but the most things show that no, he was holding shit down. Yeah. Was, so that's what most shit shows. So who else would have been the people that be like There were people you know who know that they were terrorists. There are people who know that they were terrorists. Saddam so the reason they say okay, so there was a weird part in the documentary, right? Mm-hmm. It was this um it's a Saudi he's a Saudi Arabia, yeah, so it's a Saudi Arabia citizen that met the two dudes. Um, that flew over from Malaysia, but they went from Afghanistan to Malaysia. Right. Then they came. Then they came to America. Right. He linked up with a Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Arabian was like, "Come to come, come to San Diego um, when y'all have time." They came to Saudi San Diego. He gave them bank accounts. He yeah. gave them places to stay. Places to stay. So that's why they started connecting Saudi Arabia. So they, but America doesn't know because Saudi Arabia is one of their strongest allies in the region. So it turns oil. So it turns yeah, and it turns against them to if any kind of friction happens with Saudi Arabia, it fucks it's up fucking their, right. fucks up their whole yeah. region. It would just be Israel, you can't have that. Yeah. So they um, <laughs> yeah, you can't have that. So it just be um so they said in the documentary they don't know really who he is. They believe he's a um they believe he's a Saudi intelligence member, like a part of their secret service. Probably. And he was just following, doing intel on Al-Qaeda members. Yeah. But it's still crazy that he gave him an American bank account, showed him how to do that. It just doesn't make sense. And now there's a lot. It might not be a red flag, but it's yeah. definitely like yellow. Like yeah. Something here doesn't add the fuck up. Yeah. There's <laughs> enough people. There's a lawsuit right now by people that were killed, like family members that yeah. were killed. In um in 9/11, they're suing the Saudi government right now um, because they think there's some involvement. They think there's some involvement. They have little bits and pieces, but they don't have the full story. Mm. So you know, one thing I wanted to say about the American people, 
we pride ourselves on being a melting pot, right? Yep. And that probably really helps with our intelligence gathering when it comes to going to other countries and blending in. You said that today. I said that shit today while watching it. But at the end of the day, that shit can be extremely dangerous. Yep. Because just like how they pose as American journalists, who the who is anybody to say that they're not American journalists if they have all the documentation? And they look Saudi Arabian or Afghanistan or whatever, however the fuck you say it, Afghanistanian. You know, because we're such a melting pot, we can literally have cells in almost every country. Mm-hmm. And nobody will know that they're American. Yep. Or somebody can impersonate an American. Because that's... Because we're just a melting pot. Yeah, because that's part of, like, uh, the American calls. Like, bring your tired, your weary, your sick, your whatever. Come here and let's find your American dream. No matter what. So it's like, essentially... I think that was all a plan from the beginning. Like, let's make America so goddamn diverse that nobody knows who the fuck America really is. Like, we got we got Asians, Africans, Native Americans. We have everything here. And so, you know... So, so to divert, do you think that our diversity so much is a threat to America? Just I think our diversity is a threat to other countries. Yeah, I think diversity... Like, we can have Chinese spies in China. That are Chinese. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's probably for sure happening. And vice versa. 100%. And, 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 and vice versa. And the dude, <laughs> Sue Farm from that was in the documentary. He he talks Arab. That's why he, he uh, was against um the uh what is it what is not called terrorizing, but they were torturing. Yeah. Yeah. The that's why he was against torturing. Yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> I was doing community based, like I was making him feel like he was Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he was telling me everything. He said, "You'll that form of interrogation is always going to get you the truth. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is always going to get the yeah. that shit to stop. stop. <laughs> you're gonna get lies and all type of stuff, wrong intel. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was searching me. I told them exactly what they want to hear. What's, oh. the di- what's the name of the director that made this? I got to shout him out. Beautifully done. Um, yeah. On the Netflix strike. Yeah. Hold on. Let me pull up Netflix. Okay, shout out to Brian Nappenberger for that great docu series. Appreciate. Question, questions were good that you asked the people that you interviewed. It was thought provoking. It was real educational. Definitely got some information out of that that I didn't get from other docu series about this. And as a New Yorker, I appreciate that. So thank you. All right, everybody. So we're gonna just switch gears real quick from foreign terrorism to domestic terrorism. Okay. So there's intel, um, you know, based upon the Patriot Act, they're monitoring our own citizens, which, like I said, I don't mind it um, because there are domestic terrorists. But there has been talks that there's going to be another protest um, September 18th. On September 18th at the Capitol. And we already know who's going to be there. I'm not going to name any names or any groups because, you know, you come for me. (laughs) Trumpers. You come for me, it's going to be a fucking problem. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like this right here, right? There are forms of terrorism that are domestic. There are forms of terrorism that are foreign. And we need to nip this domestic terrorism in the bud. It's been going on for, what, 400 years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've been terrorists since the beginning. Even though they were the founders, they were terrorists. Um, In Mm. my opinion. In my opinion. (laughs) In my opinion. And the reason why is because they created terror within their homeland. Like, at the end of the day, yeah... That was a part of history, but at the end of the day, once it became law that it shouldn't have happened, that's when they became terrorists, in my opinion. So at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, 
I hope that this is not what's happening mm-hmm. on September 18th because I literally don't have any type of patience for it. Yeah. And I believe that the American government is starting to shift parameters to when it's like, you know what? There is domestic terrorism. And even though they look like us, that doesn't mean that they're not terrorists. Yep. And when their asses almost got fucked up on January 6th, that's what made them realize like, okay, I'm this type of way as a politician, but there are certain type of Americans that are radical. And we have to kind of neutralize the domestic threat because at the end of the day, all civilizations fail once upon a, every once in a while, right? All, all major powers fail. All superpowers fail. And so January 6th was an example that our government can be overthrown, mm-hmm. depending on the amount of people that gather and the amount of people that try to destroy shit. Like that January 6th shit could have literally toppled everything in the government and created another civil war here I'll, in America. I will, I will push back and say, if they were, if they were protected like they should have protected, like if it was a Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter um, protest. Oh yeah, it would have all the security, all the barriers. There would not a chance for Black people to get into smoke, dogs, water hoses, fire trucks. There would literally be a hundred people in full riot gear, National Guard, right there on the steps. And I guess that highlights the way they treat the white protester, because that's essentially what the Trump group is. It's a bunch of white people who don't agree with. Everything I'm fucking with against I'm educated. Okay, so I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't okay, even say that. There's probably lawyers and all yeah. that. There, there's all types of, there's, there's a huge demographic of different people, but I feel like the insurrectionists, for the most part, like they may be intelligent creatures, but they're of a different caliber of social so I'll say, norm. I will say this, right? I was, I've, I've been telling you about that movie. Um, what's that? Uh, day something with the Ben Affleck movie yeah. that was on um, HBO Max. I'll put it here. When he um, thank you. And when he um, <laughs> when he went to Tampa and he had, uh, countered the KKK, he thought he was just messing with Hicks, like like what you think they are, mm-hmm. like uneducated whites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out he had connection with police. He had connection with judges. One judge. But he's still a judge. He's yeah. still a judge. <laughs> and, and I will piggyback on that just to say that Trump was, obviously he was a quote-unquote rich person. His taxes might show otherwise, but he's quote-unquote a rich person with millions upon millions of dollars. And he was very favorable He created for, a following based upon not, his business. Well, no, no, not just that, but he created a following of people who made a certain amount of money who's like... I don't want my taxes to increase. And conservatives. A lot, a lot of rich people vote for Trump because he wasn't trying to raise Texas the eggs at. Right. Which so is that's how he came. So yeah, the inter, in, insurrection people might not have been like the lawyers, the doctors, or whatever, but they're still part of that fucking group because they support them. But I don't give a fuck about that shit because I don't care how much money you make in this world. In my personal opinion, it's just like this right here. I have friends, I'm not gonna name any names, that's rude as fuck, but I have Damn. friends. Damn, I'm getting rude. I can bleep them. You're, you're, you're fucking I can bleep them. Get rude. I wanna know, I can bleep them. So my, no, no, I'm I can literally I'm bleep them. You was about to do it, I'm kidding, don't do it. I can bleep them though. Don't. You didn't see the clip? I'm bleeping all, I'm about to start bleeping oh, all oh, curse words. Thing, so my manager, Please. I'll bleep it. My coworker, <laughs> you didn't see, my I'll manager and my co-worker, I'll bleep it. So my manager, my co-worker, 
Say it. I can't say that. I can't say it. He's my nigga. Like, he's, <laughs> no, he's really the fucks with no, him, but he's, he's, really, he's, he's really the homie. Right? I believe I'll believe, I'll believe all Oscar. Me. That works. Is this? I'll believe. I'll believe all these names. Going too far was mentioning my people. I'm bro. a bleeper. Bleep I'm a bleeper. That's the only reason I'm They're going to be like, this nigga, they follow me. They follow, they, they follow I'm me. I'm a bleeper. Yeah, they're they're going to be like, I know who this nigga talking about. But anyway. That's good. They should know it, though. They yeah. should know. So at the end of that's the day, the like, I, I, res- I But res- it shows you respecting that you're willing to bleep they shit. Yeah, I respect them wholeheartedly because at the end of the day, like, take for instance, my homie. Not my boss, but my homie. Mm-hmm. He respects Donald Trump for him playing the game, right? The game is... Takeover, like yeah. that's who that's who he is. He's just like, I want to take over America. I'm gonna I'm gonna Let me get the as game. much power as I fucking yeah, can. I'm gonna play the game the way. And he do. respects him for playing the game. But as I explained to him, which I respect, I respect him for playing the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't like how he played the game, yeah. and that's my thing. He and then if he didn't have the supporters that he had, I would have supported Donald Trump. But it's his supporters that made me say, you know what? You are ain't shit. The rhetoric that you push ain't shit. And there's no way that I could vote for somebody who has this type of following, right? Yeah. And but in his ideology, he's like, I respect the game, I respect the hustle, and I respect his business mentality. And that's why he got that vote. And so, you know, I like at the end of the day, there's multiple different types of Trumpers. I'm not gonna say all Trumpers are insurrectionists, but we do have to be very careful when we're talking about riots or Protest because white people protest way different than yeah. other people. Bottom line, these motherfuckers better not be able to do no. some crazy I've, shit again I on heard, the 18th. Like so I've, been, I've been following it, and they have good intel that's gonna happen, and they're gonna prepare as such. Be better. They're, they're not gonna let. Just they, like, there shouldn't like, be a difference between white people protesting and when black people protest. But Caucasians and, and it seems like there is a distinct difference to when when they stormed the fucking Capitol, where everything fucking happened. Only one bitch got and, shot. And I was gonna say only one body. <laughs> only one body. Did she deserve to die? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes! You started trying to break into the Senate chamber. So that's like the one case where it's like, I agree with that shit. No, you're trying to literally take over a country mm-hmm. with your violence, with you and a thousand other people. No, no, no. Behind you. One body should be enough to deter everyone else behind you. You come through this door, you, you get shot. Exactly. So yeah, it was a body that was needed. Uh, 
but fuck that. This shit better not happen again. And there should not be a difference between how they in a, how they act with a black protest. But we are literally fighting for our lives. But we're saying we just want the same freedoms as you white folks. If we get pulled over, we're not gonna get shot. Just for trying to show our license with our kid in the backseat. That's all we want. I get we don't it. want but we don't want to get shot in front of Wendy. I'm lucky hoping that but, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm lucky hoping that an insurrection happens on September 8th. Team. Because you want to know why? Why people need to understand that they don't have the same power that they used to before. Oh. You just don't. Like, I understand that there are certain things that you may be able to get away with depending on what agency you're affiliated yeah. with, etc. But at the end of the day, that DA that protected the guy that got shot in that neighborhood, uh, uh, um, Aubrey, that bitch is getting arrested. Like she's already been she already detained. Got arrested, but she got she got free. She got free without paying bills. There's just some things that. White will always be right in this country. That's and what you need that's to realize. The, right, that's fucked up. But when it comes to these, but when it comes to the insurrection, it's like they have to learn their lesson. Like oh they, no, they're learning their lesson. They, if they, they have if to they learn did their lesson. Shit like going to the Capitol building and went live. A lot of you did it. A lot of you insurrectionists did it. Yep. You're finding out why. Don't go live. Like. Don't go live. Yeah. Y'all niggas really was like, I'm white. I'm untouchable. Which was, which was, exactly. That was their white privilege on them. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do shit. And to now me. you're a dumbass and sitting in jail. And internet and the liberals was on Got the show. Nope. Send the FBI. Send Got the FBI. Got him. Oh. oh, you work here? <laughs> FBI at FBI. Oh, you FBI work here? At FBI at FBI.com, bitch. You got your ass. Yeah. You're going to fucking jail. Times have changed. Times You're have going changed. to jail. I will, I will say this. So I want that shit to happen. I Bring will. y'all asses to the Capitol and show the fuck out. Shit. So I can see. I'm on his side. Go to the Capitol. Let, let's see what, happens, see what happens, happens this time. I will say this. I think they have the right to protest and do whatever the fuck they want. Everyone does. They, don't have, the, they yeah. don't have the right to insurrect. They, yeah. they won't. They try to overthrow I the Capitol. guarantee they are not getting good. Nigga, they was on oh, no, 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 no. Pelosi's desk like this. Yeah. My socks are kind of... I walk outside. I walk outside with no shoes on. Someone says, "I got you." Ah, yeah, they 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 literally had they fucking feet on Pelosi's desk like you evil bitch. You did that. They was trying to kill AOC. Like people were terrified for them. They was trying to kill congressmen and women. Like the next time y'all do that shit. I hope y'all do it on this. Let I the bodies it. hit the flow. Let black black entourage make you mad, nigga. Alright. Go up there. I'm with that. Woo. Damn, that's all longer than five. Fuck. <laughs> I wanna see I wanna see how y'all I wanna see how y'all fair. That went deeper than what we thought it would, but there can't be a difference between how they treat a right. black protest right. and a white protest. Right. And I think that's the main difference. And I'm gonna make one more point. They have been treating us like that forever, but it's 2021 and shit has to fucking change. If America's gonna be the greatest country, cause right now China probably has the number one spot. If you really be real, I'm gonna make one more point. China probably is number one. If we're trying to be that number one superpower that's not gonna fucking fall, that history says that all superpower falls, we was a number one superpower for God knows how long. And we were the, we're the youngest we're, civilization. No, that. To another conversation. We're about to run into how people view America. No, but no, but I have one more thing to say. I have one more thing to say, right? You don't got nothing to say. No, <laughs> no, I know. I really, I really had something to say. You I really will. Had to say. Remember what you had to say. Fuck, I, like, I really I, had to no, say. No, no, go. Just remember. Just what? like, I'll, I'll, what go, I was gonna transition say. Transition to your. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not leaving. 
I'm not leaving the point. Yeah, yeah, but you can so you can tag it later. How are we viewed? Like when we go to like G7 Summit, we oh. we go to G7 Summit and we go to like um, international meetings, meetings of yep. the leaders. They always say, "Well, what you're doing?" They always tell China, "What are you, what are you doing with the Uyghurs?" You're putting them in concentration camps. But yeah. he's like, you're literally killing your black citizens in the street. That mm. they're all every they all bring it they up. They all bring it up. Like when um Biden and um and uh Putin had that summit, yeah. that Russian summit, and reporters, free reporters, what's his name, came out there and answered questions for out. They did it separately yeah. because they don't want what happened last time with Trump and. To, and he says, I don't I don't know about our Two intelligence community. Yeah. Like he literally shitted on our intelligence com- yeah. community to appease Putin. That's when Putin knew he had him in his pocket. Yeah. So they didn't want that to happen. So they let them come out separately and reporters were grilling him and he's fucking he's he's, he's a smart dude. He's he's been president of Russia for twenty years. Yeah. So he's just like, Well, I can say the same about this. I can see Oh, you talking about that, that the sixty minutes or whatever the fuck No no no, no that too That was crazy. That too, but I'm talking about when they had the summit of the oh, United the, the, States the president yeah. versus the Russian president yeah. and they had them conversating. They were asked, Well, why are you um Killing your opposition or arresting your opposition, he's like, well, I can say the same thing. How you're doing your citizens? Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, uh, damn, black people in the street. God what happened damn. to George you Floyd? Can't. How do you question that? Or, you, or yeah, and it's the, like you got the me. Citizens, you got me, dog. You, you, shut up. Shut the, the fuck up. The uh, reporter shut up. Then one was like, well, your your um your economics. They're protesting you in, in the streets. And well, what happened on January 6th? He's like, don't worry about They're Russia. Your if government, because the way thing, because the way you're saying, the way U.S. is seen, we're the leaders of like the free world. But right? your people don't even that, have trust in you. Exactly, we're literally the people who's like, you do this over here, you do this over there. We gotta save the planet. It's the two, perception. Two percent yeah. ozone increase, mm-hmm. and then in the back we're like, no, no, fuck you, black people, mm-hmm. right? And it is, it's, fuck you, black people, fuck you, color, fuck you, minorities, Hispanics, fuck you, this, like the opposite. To the world is like you want you're the whole better, world to better, work together. You're not better than us, bro. exactly. They, uh, they're like you want America to be the face of the world, but, but y'all you guys ain't doing aren't. Shit right. You guys ain't doing shit over there. Right. What happens when the next? That black- happened twice. That happened with Putin, and then that happened with um, President Z. President. I forgot what it was. Is that a Nehebaou? No, 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 no. The um, Netanyahu. Man, I was close. No, 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 you're good. <laughs> That's it. Um, no, President Yi Chinese exile. Oh, China Z, Z. Z. Yeah. China That's China. what I thought. But this they did is, the same thing with him. He just brought back up shit. Brought back. it back to us. Yes. Basically, if we're the cover person of the world, you can't have this type of shit mm-hmm. happening. That seems so easy mm-hmm. to fix. You guys are struggling to fix this little thing. President Yi said the same thing. They asked him. Well, they're boycotting. Well, they're protesting you in um in, in Hong Kong. He was like, "Well, what happened on January 6th? Same, th- it's the exact same thing. Got you. He's like, "Well, you're you're um uh prosecuting the Uyghurs just for uh practicing a certain religion." He's like, "What are you doing to your black uh constituents in your own country? What are you doing there? Can't protect them. Like it, it's a rebuttal."
El Salvador is now officially using Bitcoin as its main currency alongside the US dollar. Uh, we have Amir and he is, he is big in the crypto market. No more shots. Give me a goddamn shot. I'm gonna burn it. I don't want people knowing over. I don't want people knowing So El Salvador just recently made Bitcoin a, a legal tender for their country. No, no, no. They're using it as their official monetary value alongside with the, the dollar. dollar. Yep. So it's two national currencies, but Bitcoin is now the main one alongside with the dollar. Uh, as someone looking, right? I, I, I won't say I'm heavy in Bitcoin, but I got some money in there. As you said. That's a big thing, right? But of course, it actually made the markets kind of fall a little bit for crypto. But on a long side for one country to say, fuck it, this is our main thing, alongside with the US dollar, that's a pretty damn big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge it's deal. A first, Amer uh, Hit me. first um country to, to accept to accept, to accept it. it fully. Fully. Yeah. Fully. All right. So right. let's speak on let's speak on the reason why the price fell of Bitcoin, right? Follow me for your crypto news. Follow Crypto newbie coming soon. I have a whole podcast. I have a whole show. Shout out your shout out your socials. Yeah, give my me social socials. media. Really love that. I post crypto news on there. The reason you have to realize that there are certain people. They're called whales, right? These whales literally have millions of dollars worth. That's of crypto, the right. That's like the Elon. This is, the, this is no, no, no. This is the government. This is oh, the United okay, States okay. government. These are the opposers of Bitcoin. So when that news in El Salvador came out talking about, oh, we're going to make it an official tender, the whales was like, bah! let's make it seem like this shit's going to drop because it's all about perception. Mm -hmm. So the whales are sitting here like, okay, we're going to make it seem as if we're going to affect price. But the holders, holders, H-O-D-L, the holders are literally the people who are keeping Bitcoin at the price that they are. Yes, there are certain whales, like even a whale, one whale today who is on the op of the government bought more Bitcoin because they know this. They bought $50,000 worth of Bitcoin today because they wanted to make price Isn't go back Isn't that like one Bitcoin? It's one in a in a sixteenth Bitcoin. Yeah, it's, it's around like forty six as of today. Yeah, right? what, Bitcoin. No, but at the end of the day, this is what it is, right? Cryptocurrency is our future, right? Um, there are plenty of different uses for cryptocurrency. Like I like I try to tell everybody, like don't invest what you don't have in crypto. But at the end of the day, when you look at Bitcoin, history usually repeats itself. Bitcoin has frozen, fallen, frozen, fallen, frozen. It's just fallen, cycles. Frozen, fallen, frozen. So as long as you have a good position and you're getting it at a good dollar amount, it's gonna go up. It's gonna go up regardless. Most estimates actually have Bitcoin like in the next five years of like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars per coin. <laughs> So say for instance, and, and then people are like, oh, Bitcoin's too expensive. It's forty something thousand per coin, nigga. By percentage. If if Bitcoin goes to one hundred fifty thousand, it's like you're buying check. it for a dollar because it's going to triple. And 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 this is because you just got in late. So put in a hundred dollars per pay period and just rack up as much as you can before that shit yep. skyrockets to the moon. Yep. Because I think, as Jamal could probably agree to, if one country country finally adopts it. There might be other countries that's gonna there wait to be. see we, what happens in El Salvador with it, and before they decide to like, okay, we can do that too. 
It's, yeah, that's what I was gonna bring to yeah. like it's so there's so much corruption. Yep. In it's so much corruption, but you have to realize Bitcoin started on corruption. We kind have to we have to see how this is still something. I think the country the it's it's big knows that a, a world economy took it. Took accepted it, it adopted. But I don't think it's the news. It's superpower all It needs to be a bigger company. It's yeah, a bigger yeah, country. That it's the hurdles so that like, Bitcoin it, overcome. So yeah. the first hurdle was, this is not going to be anything. This is a piece of shit that I, it overcame that hurdle. But then it was like, okay, a, it's not going to reach a certain market cap. Hold, then it reached a market hold cap. Hold on, but there's another hurdle because China at the same time is saying certain no businesses. Bitcoin, yeah. yeah, certain businesses are not. And that's like that only affects the miners. It only affects the miners, but miners can be anywhere. I'm, I'm, anywhere. Not, I'm not talking about miners. I'm talking about the economy. Saying no, no. you're and that's the largest currency is not acceptable at these things. And then a country like El Salvador saying, Yeah, we'll accept it. So I'll urge you guys, I'll urge you guys, the listeners, comment below, let me know what you find. I urge you to look throughout Bitcoin history and see how many times China said we ain't fucking with that shit, but they still fucking with that shit. I want you to see. There's bigger powers that play with this cryptocurrency shit that y'all don't understand, but I'm your boy gonna get rich off that shit. So follow him for your crypto news. We are not financial advisors. Invest at your own fucking risk. I'm not paying for your shit. But I got but, millions of dollars. We we got but, we got crypto. But I will say, yeah. diversify your portfolio. <laughs> Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a way to diversify your portfolio. It is. Definitely do that. We are I, not had a coin, I had a coin go up 150% today. It'd be like that sometimes. Today. Oh, um, and, and, and last thing. Yeah, I want y'all to think about this. In early 2021, Bitcoin was at $67,000 per coin. Mm-hmm. And so was all the other altcoins, right? And so it doesn't matter what the trajectory is. It doesn't matter if it's one year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Bitcoin and all the other altcoins are going to reach a certain pinnacle because price always revisits where it used to be. So it's going to reach a high. Gather your profits, bro. I will. Uh, but last but not least, we'll get out of here. Try to leave us some positive note. Uh, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in 89. I grew up on Blue's Clues. Uh, Steve dropped the most heartwarming but what was that? He didn't watch it. I did watch it. That's so, why I was like, it, why? So it came out. So <laughs> so Steve from Blue Clues, who was the original guy who went around doing the mysteries with with Blue the dog, he came out giving uh, magenta. He gave like a I guess yeah, it was like magenta, a two, yeah. magenta, like a two minute like video, just saying like, hey, uh, you know, explaining why he left. He went to college, got his degree. Uh, he's saying he never left, he never forgot us, and he was like, he understands the things about growing up, and he was like, student loans, which was like a big thing. So, so, That's his own fault. Hold on, let me finish, let me finish. And finish. then, uh, essentially, he was like, he never forgot about us, and obviously, he was one who got us where he at in this point in time. Uh, but all this is basically what comes to the 25th anniversary for for Nick Jr. So that's why all of this started happening. Because I've been seeing random blues cool. It's the 25th anniversary for Nick Jr. Yeah, so I saw first commercial I saw for Blues Clues, it was him. The guy that replaced him and the new yeah, guy. Yeah, and the new guy. So Indian guy? Yeah, I will say he's Asian. I will say I have no recollection of the second guy 
and that I remember the second guy. I, nope, no, no. I was Steve only. I remember the second Once guy. Steve left, no, I, I was done with Blues. I Blues. remember the episode. He was like, he got out of school. I was like, on to Magic like, School Bye. Bus. Yeah. And he was like, well, he's gone. Yeah, I, nope. I did. I don't. Anything that deals with the second or third person, I don't remember. I was strictly Gen one, all about Steve. And I definitely was raised by him. And and blue. Unfortunately, I got none of the artistic skills that came with it, but it did spark like a lot of my intuition mm-hmm. that I have now. So it was good to to see that and kind of get that quote unquote closure, nope. right? As a '90s kid, well, uh, growing up in the '90s, and that was a big part of the culture. It was. Uh, but obviously, at the scheme of things, you see the whole machine around the corporation. They just want you to do this, do that. But I did appreciate that message. As the it did, yeah, it did come in a time where it was kind of emotionally needed. I won't it's even nostalgia. lie. It's nostalgia. Yeah, it was nostalgia, uh, shit going on in personal life, and, and, and just a, a rush full of memories of when it came up. I was like, oh, fucking Blue's Clues. Like, I was hyped to fucking see Steve. Right? And what actually killed me, he actually went to um, the Colbert Report. I don't know if you guys see that. He showed up on the Colbert Report, not the same day he released video, but like the day after. And uh, Stephen Colbert was talking about this shit. And I, I don't think he even knew he was supposed to be there. And then like, he was like, he was talking about it. And then he was like, oh, I'm right here, Steven. And then like, he just gave him a hug. And he was like, got mad emotional about the shit too. So I guess he watched it with his kids. So I was like, he's a generational act that he raised a lot of niggas that's like, now. <laughs> he he was a big part it. of oh, old. yeah he was a big part of niggas growing up after school yeah. TV TV time yeah, but I don't think he was really school. getting that I don't really think during he was getting too. a check I don't I like he's in my opinion right and I'm a college dropout I'm proud to say it I'm happy about it no loans um if I don't have no fucking loans and I make it just as much money as you niggas with degrees so. Cut that. Don't cut that shit. <laughs> this nigga's Alex be hilarious. Um, I make just as much money as you niggas with degrees. So don't hate. Don't hate. Just ask me how I did it. Personally, like, I understand um, the value of uh, having a following. I understand. And maybe it's, it's maybe because I'm a part of a different generation than Steve. But at the end of the day, I would have never gave up Blue's Clues for a college degree. I'm sorry. Like, I, and, and it just depends on where his trajectory was headed. Like, if he was headed and to situation could be completely or different. Yeah. Like, or obviously, obviously oh, having a TV life. show. A TV I will stop you. He had a TV show already before he went to college. His bank account was straight. What he, he do, what, he, okay, so what is he doing? Hold on, hold on. What did he know his contract just didn't run out? And that was that, the that is true. But and that could have been his that see Bitcoin been. just went up to forty five thousand dollars. That, that that was last second. What are we yeah, doing? Very much be no, true. I'm just letting y'all know how volatile. <laughs> that could very much be true that it was just contractual, his contract was up and yeah, he needed a sense. quick way to get him in, get his ass out, bring the new right. person. And so if that's the case, then I will retract my last statement. But if that was I know for a fact as a man. Thanks for the clarification. Can you give me my last name? <laughs> I got drawing people shit too. As as a mayor, right? As a mayor, right? I would never have quit my entertainment job for 
a pursuant of a college degree. And that's me personally because but that I, probably would have benefited him think, more. Think of, think of it like this, right? Although you didn't finish your degree, you got the college experience for what, those two years. Partying, drinking, and, bitches. Yeah, okay. I got all that shit. That's a big part of the college. Right? That's a and huge y'all, if it wasn't for y'all, I would we, still be like. Exactly. So, the, yeah, the part wouldn't even be a black author. I'd be square as fuck. I would be so, still a nerd. Like, you got to think of it like that. The, you work, huh? He had, he probably didn't have that that experience that he was probably being yeah. told about. What? He didn't wear glasses. Nigga, fuck you. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> what? He didn't wear glasses. He could've just been like, that shit's like, I'm trying to build a persona of, like, this nigga's saying, he's lying. Alright, sorry. Bro, I have a picture. I'm gonna send it to Sean. He's gonna post <laughs> it right here. He's gonna post it right here. You better not forget, because I'm, I'm gonna send it tomorrow. Trust me, any picture he po- posts, it was a flex. It's it was just, a flex, it's but I understand. Glasses. It's no description in the face. I understand how to make my perception likable to certain people, different facets that I try to infiltrate. So I can be nerdy, I can be cool, I can be all types of shit. And that's what Steve taught us. Be yourself, be adaptable, follow your yeah. fucking dreams. All Steve told us was look for a blue blueprint of the footprint. That's all he did. I look for the clues. Look, look out for the clues. Look for, for, look for the clues. Clue. And that I mean, that might be the whole name of this episode now. Look out for the clues. Shout out to you, Steve. I forget you, dog. I forget you. The name either. of the episode should be something about 9/11. Maybe. This wasn't even we'll see. This is like 40 minutes. It wasn't so even interesting in 9/11. Now. I fuck with you. This I, this nigga countering my title. It's time. To, it's time to wrap yeah, shit yeah. up. <laughs> hey, ladies, if you looking, he worked for the government. He got benefits. He got benefits. He got all types of shit going. You don't cut this. I'm not coming back to You don't cut that. It's my It has to stay. It has to stay. It has to stay. It has 30 to stay. minutes? You know, this nigga don't cut this shit. This nigga don't cut this shit. I promise. I'm not. It's gonna be Black Card Gerard starring a b. Sean Hey! Only the strong survive, bro. And Jamal. Bleep him out. Bleep him out. Just be like, this nigga, this nigga Jamal's on. Yeah, I was gonna bleep shit. This, I'm censoring everything this episode. Thank you guys for stopping by. Uh, this, well, episode 41, like I said. 42. Yeah. Like, know. comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Amazon. This, this Apple. Apple. This YouTube. YouTube. Video only on YouTube. So make sure you're there as well as that now is going to be on YouTube since we are in person. It will drop the same day on YouTube that it will on the other audio only platform. And then when Baby King did, he was like, This was hilarious. That probably won't make it. Okay, good. All this shit's probably gonna cover here. I already. No, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. This is our personality. Love y'all niggas. Believe certain shit. Oh. Peace. That's bullshit.